There it is. Yes. Please welcome. We're here. Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering. The Megacast. Texas Ted over here. Texas Ted, uh, Texas Ted also, apology to Megacast fans. Uh, last week was my fault. Oh, that's right. I forgot we didn't do one. Oh, it was almost my fault this week. <laughs> Ted and I are clearly in need of a personal assistant <laughs> that can handle all of our Megacast needs. Yeah, we had like, I was going to say, last week on Wednesday, it was like a, I can't really talk too much about it, but it was like a so, pseudo kind of work thing. Yeah. So I didn't have to... Technically, we didn't have to be in the office. Right. So at no point, I only found this out on Monday. Now, at no point did I bother to text Steve. No. And then I had been up early in the morning, and then it was like 10 o'clock, and I was like, eh, crap, I'm going to take me a little nap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you already drive it home, and you could hear it in my voice. I was like, I'm just laying in my bed. I'm like, Steve, I am so sorry. I completely forgot. It was so great, because like, yeah, usually on Wednesdays when we record this, I'll do the morning show, the BJ and Mig show. And then at 10 o'clock, if I have a bunch of work to do, I'll try and get that done. But more often than not, I've got about an hour and a half to kill. And yeah. I'll go into our video green room that no one ever uses. I don't no even know why we have it. It's a waste of space. It was a good idea. And, and theory, <laughs> great idea. I also love it personally because it has two couches. I put a sign up that says in use because I've had instances, incidents where I've used it to take a nap and someone's walked in on me, even though like I'll chatting have, away on the phone, chatting away on the phone there, buddy, whatever. But so I put the note on the actual doorknob because that person would just not even notice the note and still open the door. All right. So, and I'll get an hour nap in and then eat some lunch, ready to go with the mega cast. So I did just that. Took a nap. Ate some lunch. Now it's like 11.30-ish. I'm like, oh, Ted's not here yet, but sometimes you show up around 11.40. And nobody's here, right? Nobody's here. So I was like, that, that's when it kind of dawned on me, like, did we agree do a podcast even though he's not working i couldn't remember because there's a lot of times where we do a podcast even if the men's room aren't live or oh right, yeah or like like today i'm not coming we're on vacation this week and here i am on a wednesday i came in to go do the megacast right so i'm like okay and it's 11 45 it's 11 50 finally i'm like let me text ted just to see what's going on because i was like maybe he told me last week text yeah and hear nothing now it's like noon i'm like if he's not here now He's not going to be here. Yeah. And we don't have any time to even do a podcast. I was like, I think 12, 10 when I finally was like, you know what? We'd only have like 15, 20 minutes to do a podcast anyway before I had to get on the road. I'm like, I'm just going to chalk it up to a loss. No big deal. And I just head on home and then I get panic text, phone call. And you're like, (laughs) and I'm like, man, it's cool. If I went home right after work, I would have never got that nap in. I was so glad. I like we both ended up just taking a nap. We took a nap. We napped through the Megacast last week. I hope you did, too. Yeah. Well, what I felt, I, I was refreshed when I woke up. I was like, man, I feel great. I just feel bad. I didn't bother to text you. So then this week, I texted Steve yesterday, didn't hear from him, and then he texts me, hey, man, like, whatever, it's like 11.15. I was like, yeah, no worries, dude. I'm, I'm already here. I'm already here. And you walked out of the studio. I was like, hey, Steve. Oh, hi, Ted. I'm sorry. I'm that a-hole. Well, because you texted me, I was like, I think it was like around like 9.45. It was, it was it was late for you. But typically, I'm still up. But right. for some reason, and I knew I didn't have to work today, so like I was planning on, I usually set an alarm, so because both my wife and I will fall asleep on the couch. All right. Usually her first, then I watch some wrestling, and then like 20 minutes later, I'm asleep. Yeah. So I set an alarm to go off at 10 o'clock, because I'm like, I don't have to go to work tomorrow early. I, I, I have to wake up, but I don't have to wake up super early, so whatever. Well, Sid woke up at like 9 o'clock. It's like, babe, we got to get up and go to bed. And I was like... 
well, I guess she probably wants to. I'm cool with just sitting on the couch. But then, so I fell asleep before 945. Typically, I would have seen that. All right. So I see it at like three in the morning when our, our, our pup wakes me up because she has to go potty. And I'm like, ugh, crap. I'll text him at eight in the morning. I was like, I don't want to wake him up. I'll wait until it's like, oh, eight, I put mine on silent at night. Oh, so I could have texted you back. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's I why I didn't hear your text when I was napping, because I threw it on silent. I was like, got nothing to do. So you use, you use the silent feature on your phone? Oh, all the time. I never do. Are you serious? I only use it on group chats. If I get a group chat instantly before well, I see even... it, I'm getting texts right now. You can't hear it? Yeah, well, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I have mine on vibrate. All right. I thought you meant like on do not disturb. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I just okay. put my phone yeah. on silent, like, because, like, I, I don't, like, in case of, I don't know, in case you wake up, it's good to see if there's, like, an emergency message. Right, 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 right. But, like, well, you know how it is. You have family on the East Coast and stuff. You'll yeah. start, you'll start no, getting right. texts way too early. I, I, mine's on vibrate all the time. Okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah, Steve, yeah. I've never even heard your phone ding. No, you're right. I, I thought you meant do not disturb. Like, oh, no. Because how some people do that, like, when they're at work or when they're, like, I have friends that I'll text them and it says, he, he is currently set to do not disturb. I'm like, I don't need to know that. Like, I'm not expecting a response right away. Yeah. I think I I go back and forth on that. You don't need to know, but also it kind of lets you know. See, if I had seen that on your phone, I'd be like, oh, it's just not getting the message. That's a good point. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. So I get that. And then I forgot to text you this morning saying, oh, yeah, I'm coming in, man. But here we are. The mega cast <laughs> is back. Right. <laughs> it's all that matters. Right. Exactly. And again, my bad for last week. I'm glad that you finally came and apologize. Came correct. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I didn't care. <laughs> yeah, man, that's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm still getting home earlier than I would have, so I don't I, care. Well, all right, so we should tell people. That's the funny part, right? Like, I see his text, and in my head, I'm like, oh, S. Right? Because you never know. Like, yeah. Steve might have had a bad day I or whatever. had it with you, Ted. Right? He's just like, I sat here. T-. But then I called you him. You wasted my time. <laughs> it's just too dude. He's like, no, no worries. I got a nap in too. I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I apologize. But yeah, I feel great. I, I was so happy I got that nap. Because I don't get naps at home. Tatum won't let me nap. The new puppy won't let me nap. Yeah. And I feel like I just nap at random times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like on the weekends, like I'm always like, I could schedule in a little like now. There's no chance. No. Well, I, usually, I I do miss and there's not much like I do love being a dad. I do love being married with yeah. my wife being at home to watch our kid. There are many times, though, I will say I miss not having a kid and Sid being an employed person in the world where she worked till five. Yeah. So I would get home at like one o'clock in the afternoon and then from one o'clock till five all bets were off. It's like, you want to watch wrestling for the next four hours? Go do it. You want to close your eyes and sleep for an hour? Knock yourself out. Like, I had no responsibilities. And if I did, I had a four-hour window to bang those out. Like, it was so nice. Yeah. Well, that's what that day was. Like, we didn't have to be somewhere till three. Yeah. So even after the nap, like, I went to the grocery store, went to Target, was like running errands. Like, this is great. That's why I used to have no problem playing beer league hockey. You know, we'd play till midnight. Sometimes I get home at one in the morning. Wake up at 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, that's not a lot of sleep, but power through the show. I'd be fine enough to do the show. It's not like I'm a doctor. You don't have to worry about being fully focused. Like Sometimes being slap happy tired made for a fun show. And then get home, I got I could get like a three, four hour nap in. I get the rest of my sleep. Yeah, I mean, look, I did it this weekend, right? I barely slept in Austin. We were going at it. But I was like, I knew Miles and Thrill were getting back into town until Monday afternoons. So I was like, well, we don't have a show. And I, can't. I was like, I'll sleep on Monday. Yeah, yeah screw it. 
TED Talks, starring Dietrich Smith. Now, I'll talk about it more, but I talked about it a bunch on the podcast. So I went down to Austin to visit Cobb. He's been living down there for a few years now. So I want to tell people, visit people. But it's not just like fun, like trip like that to go see somebody. Like, I don't know. Like, look, I have a good friend. I have two good friends. I'm looking at another one. Yeah. They live in Puyallup. Like, why don't I just drive down to Puyallup on the weekend and see your home? I, I, I've been wondering that for the last four years we've been living. No, I'm kidding. Right. But <laughs> I was saying, like, like, even after this trip, like on the plane ride home, I was like, oh, yeah, it's good. Because it's good to see where people live yeah. and give you some... You know, Steve can talk about what's around his neighborhood, but until I actually go to his home and see it. Experience it. Yeah. So just good to see how people are living, what like, they're doing. And, like, and generally, if it's a friend that has invited you countless times, like they're happy to see you. Yes, absolutely. Still hurts me that time that you were in Puyallup and you didn't even come visit. That was one of my favorite moments. You're like, oh, yeah, what did you do this week? I'm like, oh, me and Sean, we were in Puyallup. We went to this one place. I'm like, you know you were like literally two minutes from my house. Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> But I know what you mean. Like yeah. recently we did, I think we did the podcast We had, and we went and got lunch at your local bar. Oh yeah. Up the street from my neighborhood. Which I, what's the name of the bar? I or don't do say. say okay. <laughs> Ted's Bar and Grill. We yeah. went to Ted's Bar and Grill and it was fun. Like I met the bartender that clearly, you, that's like your buddy. You yeah. Know? And like a couple of the regulars that are sitting at the bar. I'm like, this is awesome. Like now I can picture, like you're saying, when you talk about going to Ted's Bar and Grill. Yeah. I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Nice saw my auto shop I go to. Shout out to Jeff. Yes, I did. That was nice. <laughs> Full tour of up, 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 I was about to say upstate Seattle. Right. Northgate. Northgate. I know. It's so funny. I mean, I am just in North Seattle, but it's like a different world for a guy like me. Oh, yeah, dude. You're suburb Ted. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's I not really a suburb, it's, but it's well, kind of yeah. like a suburb compared well, to where you were living. Correct. Yeah. And 145th is the cutoff. But yeah, it's because we were all over it on the podcast and we kept getting emails. Even on the men's room, people would email Wait, there's, us. There's an actual distinction of what is a suburb? Well, 145th is the cutoff for the city. Oh, okay. So technically, Shoreline would be like the first suburb. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, people would email the men's room and be like, God damn it, Ted. Like, you live in like. You live in North, Seattle. You live in North Seattle. Stop saying you live in the, in the suburbs. It's like saying you live in Green Lake and you're in the suburbs. Yeah, exactly, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that that's a, it's a neighborhood in the city. How was Austin? Austin's phenomenal. Yeah. Now, granted, the weather was great. It was like 80 degrees, but just. I, the only way to describe it, as I told you earlier, is like that city is a vibe. Mm-hmm. Like people are super cool. Everybody wants to chat and like indoor, outdoor bars. And I mean, even like Friday night, like it was empty for Austin. Uh, we were on, what were we on? West? I can't remember if we were on, I think we were on West 6th. So 6th is like the main party street. Okay. There's one area that he just refers to as Dirty 6. That's where all the college kids go. It's closer to the campus. That sounds like a fun area. It. Yeah, like we didn't go over there. I'm mean, too old for that. We are. Yeah. We we went by it on our little bird scooters, and like Steve, they have the mobile like paddy wagon. Like they close off the block. Like that is chaos. Okay. So I was like, the yeah. six. Yeah. So like we stayed mostly on West Six or go over to like the East Side. Uh, but yeah, like one bar. It, I mean, it, it was like next to a restaurant, and it just had like a door, and. I, we're like, ah, oh, let's go in here and check it out. And you walk in there and you like walk to the back and there's misters going. There's oh, a nice. live band. There had to be like 500 people in there. And it's like, that's pretty quiet for a Friday in Austin. Like, okay. That's bonkers. Everyone always says like Austin's like Texas is Seattle. It is 100%. Okay. 
Like if like like say like let's just say let's just say what it is. The Seattle area, especially the city, could be extreme liberal. Yeah. Right. Texas could be extreme right. Yeah. You know what I mean. Austin is kind of nice because it's like you definitely meet a lot of Texas people, but they're kind of closer to the middle. Whereas so, like even out here sometimes it's like I could be a realistic uh, liberal too. You know, like we agree on some things. But I'm not insane like you are on social media. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So it's almost like crazy to think, but people who maybe voted for one person or the other could still get along, correct, and not like lose their minds and try and get you canceled on social media. And everybody's not talking about it all the damn time. You're right. Okay. Yeah. I was amazed. Like, your entire identity is not based on an L or a C. Correct. Right. And yeah. it's just it's just wild. Right. It's it's wild to me. Sometimes I forget. Like up here, it's like God, let's not. T- First of all, we need to be friendlier. Yeah. Like I, I, I try to fight the. I hate the term Seattle freeze, but it is kind of weird. Like, it's odd for me. Like, you go to a bar and people are just like, "Yeah, you just chat to people." Right. Right. Whereas I feel like sometimes in Seattle, it's like you're bugging somebody if you say something to them. It's like, "Come on, man, sir, do you not see that I'm looking at my cell phone right now? I'm busy." Yeah. Yeah. Now it helps too. We went to a Texas football game. Uh, uh, that's where Ted thrives. Oh, I'm a Texas, Texas fan, Ted. So his one buddy, this girl was English, and you'll appreciate this. So like we met her the day before. Oh, also we went to Terry Black's barbecue. Highly recommend. Who's uh, Terry Black? So in Austin, there's like a few legendary ones. There's Franklin's, which is Aaron Franklin's spot. That like I think it was like the New York Times. Somebody called it the best brisket in America. Okay. So but people wait in that line. Terry Black's people are like, well, there's a couple of them. It's a little commercial. Like just frick, like shut up. It's like Starbucks, guys. Yeah, exactly. It was the, some the, it was probably arguably the best barbecue I've but ever had in my life. Is Terry Black just like a well-known chef, or is he... Uh, He's a well-known barbecue, barbecue guy. guy. Okay, I don't know if he was like a former football player that now put his name to an establishment. Oh, all right. <laughs> I don't want to just talk Austin. Here's the other thing. Oh, I'm excited. I'm a pretty good football guy and no X's and O's. Yeah. Be careful in Texas, folks. I talked to three, one woman. They're all high school football coaches. Not only that, like one guy was like, no, I played here at UT. And I was like, okay. Uh, This woman I was talking to, she had to be like in her 60s, still blonde hair, done up. And like, I'm like, "Ah, I'm in. Uh, But at one point she was like, we're something. I was like, oh, Katie's a very good high school football program. And she's like, you know, high school football. I was like, yeah, I played it. Played a couple years at a decent school back East. We start BS. And she's like, well, my ex-husband played for the Bears. And this happened to me like three times. So I was like, Say, like, I'm Troy Aikman's mom. Right. Like, I got to go easy on football talk in Texas because it is a massive. I always knew that it is a massive deal. It's time for you to start embracing hockey. (laughs) (laughs) And just little things like Terry Black's. I think I said this before we started. The line is the longest line I've ever seen that I've ever have three different stations where you can get a margarita, bottle of water, a Lone Star, or like a ranch so water. it's like part Seattle, part New Orleans? Part it's it's wild. Yeah. They're just the rules are a little different. You go to the Yeti store, sit out on the deck on, a, on one of their Yetis, have a Lone Star. I'm confused about that one. You're going to the Yeti store. Correct. Don't you typically just go in, buy some Yeti-related product, and then leave? Like, why do you need to even be waiting? Or is it just like, they're like, you know what? Just hang out. 
Yeah. Get drunk and then make a bad decision and purchase one of our Yetis. It's Not that both. Yetis are bad, but they're expensive. Correct. Yeah, it's both. And look, it almost worked. After the, my second Lone Star, I was like, I think I need a t- an engraved tumbler. I was like, you don't. Like That's that's the Lone Star talking. I was like, you're right. I already have three of them. Ah, sometimes you need to just listen to the Lone Star. But also, it's like right there on South Congress or whatever. So it's kind of cool to just sit on the deck at the Yeti store. That's pretty awesome. Ran into some Hawks fans there. Yeah, you went to a Seahawks bar. Yeah, Little Woodrow's. So I, I, w- I went to that bar every day. And then Sunday, we went there and watched the first half of the game. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Oh, I gave up at halftime. Smart. We went to Austin Food and Wine. I was yep. like, screw it. They're yep. going to they're gonna get their ass full. Yeah, this is not good. I'm sure we'll talk about that during the wide world of sports. But yeah, that, that, that was no turning back. <laughs> yeah. That's it, so cool that there's a Seahawks bar in Texas, though. Oh, yeah. And like that that place is close to Cobb's house. So like we walked, we walked, we went to that bar every day. Is it? What he calls it, he called it Buck, the Buckleys of Austin. Okay. You know what I mean? But we went there every day. But, I mean, they have... What was like their, their food there that you really got fired up about? So, they just have a, a taco food truck. Okay. Awesome tacos, nachos. Like, right. Every taco I had there was great. The barbecue was good. Like, the food was good. Yeah. Uh, what was he say? But I love, the first night we walked up there, I go, Cobb, now this is my kind of place. American flag. Texas flag and a Seahawks flag. Like I was, I've only been on the ground for three hours, and I'm like Texas, Texas Ted, Texas Ted. Still a Seahawks fan, but I'm Texas Ted. Oh yeah, <laughs> my football knowledge limited here. Texas Ted. Oh, all right. So the English girl. Oh yeah. So I'm hyping her up Friday night on a corn dog. She's like, I'm not eating a corn dog. So Saturday we're tailgating. <laughs> so you're trying to sell her on the, the deliciousness of a corn dog? Correct. She's never had one. Never had one. They don't exist in London. No. Or England. No. Huh. So that's an American thing. It is. So as we're going to the game, I go, just think of it as a crappy American version of beef Wellington on a stick. And she's like, all right. She's like, you know what, Ted? I like you. I like the way you're trying to sell it. So then at halftime, we get her one. And she's like, it's kind of funny as we put all this pressure on her. She takes a bite, takes a second bite. And she's like, okay, I get it. This is really good. She ate yeah. the whole corn dog. That's amazing. Yeah. I was like, and I told her, I go, this trip is awesome. The highlight is you enjoying a corn dog. Yes. You sold on Americana. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was so Americana. That's what Texas Ted does. Texas. Yeah. Makes you want to wish you lived here. Steve, I told a guy, we were at a honky tonk. I couldn't understand him. And finally, I go, hey, man, well, God is great. And Texas football once. So it's a good day. And he's like, hell yeah, brother. And I just walked out. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not religious. I'm not really a Texas fan. Why am I saying this stuff? Texas Ted believes in it. Yeah, yeah. It was like three in the morning at his buddy's house, and that girl was like, "Wait a minute, you're not even from Texas." I was like, "No." So wait, you couldn't understand it because his Texas, like his Southern drawl, was that bad? Or no, there was a live band going. Oh, I was like, he was talking in some kind of gibberish, like, like I don't know what, but oh, I just it was just so loud. So I just leaned in and said that. And he was like, "Hell yeah, high five. Yeah. I mean, the honky tonk we were in, I was like, I love a slide guitar. And then the song ends and the guy's like, here's the name of our band. And he didn't hear me, but he goes, just for the record, like, that's not actually, on, you know, that's Tim, but he's not on a slide guitar. It's a, what do you call it? Like a something else guitar. From Wait, a, did he will actually you? What's that? On, actually. <laughs> kind of a guy. No, he didn't hear me. He oh. was just introducing the band. Oh, I thought for a second, I'm like, I thought he was like instrument explaining you. No, he was. He like introduced the drummer. Like gotcha, Steve's gotcha. the drummer, and then he's like, "There's Tim on the slide guitar." But actually, it's not really a slide guitar. Looks like one, but it's from this part of Texas, and it's a whatever guitar. And I was like, 
I don't, like, I don't even, I can't believe I have this knowledge. Was he playing with a beer bottle? I mean, it was pretty close. There was dudes in there, Texas two-stepping with girls. And Did you buy a cowboy hat by the time you were? All right, I didn't, but I had one on. <laughs> I was getting encouraged to buy it, but it was $150. Oh, I bet. What yeah. color was it? Uh, it was it was a it was a white one. Yeah. I mean, but it fit pretty damn good. Oh, did you take a picture? No. Oh, I, we, want see, I want to see Ted in a cowboy hat. Oh, and boots are expensive. Yes. Yeah. I almost bought a knife. That was kind of crazy. I got way too wrapped up in it. I was like, wait a minute, I don't I don't no. need a giant Bowie knife. That is the Lone Star talking. <laughs> <laughs> and did you know ranch water is an actual drink? I don't even know what ranch water would be. So ranch water, I only know them from drinking them out of the cans. Okay. I've, if you go look like by the high noons and stuff, you'll see ranch waters. Okay. But like, I didn't realize it was a drink that originated in Texas. So some places you go and you order one and they just put it over ice. I was like, oh, this is great. I know nothing about ranch water. You would enjoy them. Okay. Did it taste <laughs> like anything? Yeah. It's like, it's like, what is it? Tequila, soda water, like maybe lime or something. I mean, it's pretty simple. But huh. yeah, so then somebody was just smart enough to start canning it and selling it all over the country. But down there, I guess it's just a common drink. That's interesting. Yeah. I just tried one of those Kraken spiced rum, like the 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 cocktails that they make at a Climate Pledge Arena. You know, that oh like yeah, on, man, that's a game changer. The, can those co- are so good? Canned cocktails have come along light years. Well, this was one of the ones that was in a tap. Oh, nice! Like they have the pink Whitney on tap. I when I went and saw Kiss. Uh, but they had the crack and spice rum because I was about to get like a truly because I was like, I want to drink. I'm not driving. I want to drink at the kids show. But I was like, I don't really feel like drinking beers. Yeah. And so I was about to get one of, like, one of those Trulies. And then I was like, oh, what's in that? And they're like, oh, you should try. It's way better than the Truly. Like, you'll love this. And a couple more after that, I was like, this is amazing. Do you know what a Paloma is? It's a cocktail. No. I'm not sure either. But they sell them. They sell them on the rocks at the Texas game. <laughs> it's one buddy, it's one guy in our group's not a big beer drinker. And he's like, yeah, I found a Paloma stand. And it was delicious. Yeah. I, I, I had one. <laughs> Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport. Yes. The thrill of victory. And the agony of defeat. The Ted Smiths Wide World of Sports. Do you buy Smith Family Popcorn? Ted Barn Grill. Great popcorn. <laughs> well, the thrill started going there before I did. <laughs> Still Ted Barn Grill to me. Well, today's update's just about Texas football. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> that was a hell of a game, by the way. They played Kansas State and went to overtime. Did they win? They did. Okay, so then everyone was really fired up. Oh, yeah. Big noon kickoff was there from Fox. The only problem was that game started at 11 a.m. That's why I showed you the video of me getting in an ice bath at 8 a.m. to kind of oh. shock the system and get going. Did it work? Oh, yeah. Aye. We did that and a shot of tequila. <laughs> uh, let's start with some good news. Is uh, there? <laughs> I, I will say, we had a long day. We hung out of the pool, took a little power nap, and then got up and watched that Huskies game. Oh, yeah, you're right. That look, I you'd like to see the Huskies play a little better defense, but man, that game was fun to watch. Still winning, baby. Oh, I'm gonna go Saturday against Utah. Are they ten and zero or nine and zero now? Can't re- uh They got to be nine and zero. Okay. I don't. Think, I don't think. They, I just don't think they played ten games yet. Damn. I know they're rolling. Yeah. And honestly, it's good to see the offense kind of clicking again this weekend. Like that's a big game against Utah. They should win that game. And like, look at this point, the Huskies. Like, I'm just like, you got it. 
it's a showdown with Oregon coming up. Just stay undefeated, get there, beat Oregon again. And when you look at the top teams, like Michigan's going to play uh, Penn State this weekend. So that's a big game. But Michigan really hasn't played any like super top teams. So right now, to me, Washington with that win over Oregon, they're fifth. I would still rank them in the top four. Oh, okay. Like I, I mean, to me, they're still up there. I think Penix in that offense is arguably the best offense in the country. Yeah, and they have they have very good defensive players when they need them. But nice. watching that, we just ordered some Mexican food. That was great. Hell yeah! Uh, right then, we went back out, and then Sunday we got up. Gonna go to my my new home bar, Little Woodrow's. Little Woodrow's, it's the Seahawks bar. Yeah. We're in there. Got there early. A lot of uh, Seahawks fans in there. There was. Okay. So games kick off at noon because it's central time. Yeah. I said this on the podcast. So if you're a Seahawks fan, you're ever in Austin for a game or just when the Seahawks are playing, go to Little Woodrow's. There's a couple of them. I think it's I think it's the East East Sixth. Uh, no, West Sixth. All right, good. I was about to go. Thanks for correcting. Just uh, my whole advice is get there by eleven thirty. We okay. walked in at eleven thirty five, got a table by eleven forty two. All the tables were booked, packed. Oh, packed. And there's a lot. I mean, look, Rocking a couple jerseys. Oh yeah, there was a couple that came over and were like, "Hey, we're like we're from Seattle," and I was like, "Oh, nice." And they're like, "We're huge fans of the men's room and like BJ That's and Biggs." Awesome. Yeah. And then I was like, "Dope." And then they came back over they like, must have get, blew their minds when they saw you there." Yeah, they even have like a uh, inf- inflatable like blitz up there. There's like Seahawks signs. I showed Migs. Like I went in there the first like just like holy crap, a Seahawks bar. Uh, but it's super fun. Every and like I talked to like three different people that live in Austin but are from Seattle. But yeah, they were getting their butts whipped, so I gave up and went to Austin Food and Wine after that. That was a rough one, man. Do we have a Geno Smith problem? That seems to be the big debate. Here's, Look, Geno has not played well. I would would say to people, what is your solution? Do you think Drew Drew Locke is going to do anything different? Social media says yes. I don't believe he can. I, I'm with you, and I think at a little, at a, we're getting to a point now. The like the offensive line is struggling. We have got to. This is coaching now. You got to scheme some stuff, right? We got to get the ball out of his hand quick, and we have to commit to the run and stick with it. That's what I was thinking, dude. Like I'm, I know everyone's freaking about Geno. I, I'm, look, I, I'm a big fan of Geno Smith. I have his throwback jersey. I clearly have. Invent, I've also bought a jersey of his from China. But uh, but I, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm I'm a fan, and I want to see him do great. I don't think it's a Geno Smith. I think it's a it's a play calling problem. Like, how are we're a team that commits to the run and when they run like twelve times, right? And it was ridiculous. They like abandon it in the first quarter. Yes. It's like, look, man, right? Like having Geno come out tossing the, the the rock around like that. That's, that's not, not his style. It's not his style. It's not our offense. Establish a run. Go back to that twelve package. Put in two tight ends. Yep. You know what I mean? And get it rolling. And I do think we have an offensive line problem. And hopefully, once Ooh. and it's it's because they're not healthy. And I think it was Abe Lucas. I think he might be back soon. So hopefully that helps things because I think that's what made Geno play well last year was that offensive line was killing it. And and look, you got you got the Washington coming in here this week. They got you know they're about the same as we are. It ain't gonna get easy. No, you got you still got to play the Niners twice. You still got the Cowboys, Steelers, Eagles, right? Steelers on New Year's Eve. Like the, the schedule is not very kind. And also at the end of the day. Banged up offensive line. You're not committing to the run, and 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 you're taking on the best defense in the NFL. I mean, that that's the other problem, man. Playing those for a West Coast team, NFC team, you never play Baltimore. Going down there, it's look, tough. It happened to Detroit. It happened to 49ers. Too. Right, like like, like it's tough playing down there in Baltimore. Like they just 
They Lamar, they just smoke people. And the defense, I thought, played pretty good. I know it ended up giving up 37 points, but it's kind of hard to stay. You're on the field the whole goddamn game. What right. are you supposed to do? You're getting like 45-second breaks, it feels like, and then you're back out there again. I mean, I felt like they were, they, were, they were bending a lot, but they weren't breaking until it was, at that point, they had a break. And and to me, he's getting beat up. Right. To me, when we get that turnover and then oh. only put up a field goal, like that's when me and the one and the one buddy that was with us, and he's a big Seahawks fan too. He was just like, "That's not good. We need it. Like that might be the game." Or the one we get the turnover, we don't get the field goal, and then they end up getting the field goal. And it's like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that just stuff like that. That's why we were like, "Well, yeah, let's go to Austin Food and Wine and enjoy the afternoon." I was glad I was at the gym watching that game. I was like, at least the guy I was texting with Danny from our show, and I'm like, at least I accomplished something while watching this piss poor performance. Yeah, we'll, we'll see Sunday. Like I, I, I think the, the Hawks come back out, play a good game. I don't, look, I don't think we're going to beat the crap out of anybody, but I think I think you can win this game by by a touchdown or ten points, two scores. Hell yeah! And be like, all right, we're not as bad as last week. Let's not give up on Geno just yet, guys. Yeah, and, we're and five look, and three, right? Like, look, Geno has not looked awesome. But that's what I said. Everybody go. You think Drew Locke would do something better behind that line? You know, he. I mean, look, he could scramble better than Geno, but he's probably just going to throw more picks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. It's frustrating, but it's so frustrating because they have a they're a good they they should be a pretty decent team, like you said. There will be nail biters probably for the rest of the season. It is. It's yeah. going to be tough, and also like again that division. God damn it! I hate that division right now. Mm-hmm. Ryan lost to the Bengals. I don't know how we won that Browns game barely, right? And then it's like we got smoked in Baltimore. It's like, jeez, come it's rough, on, a rough schedule. Yeah, but it's a rough schedule for all the uh, NFC West teams. So it is. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Kraken, uh, I'm going to defer to you, but it doesn't look like we're doing so hot. Something's got to What are we, 4-6-2? and two, It's or? not good, man. They, they keep blowing these leads late in the game, and by That's late in the tough. game, it's like if you go into the third period with a lead, you should win most of those games. And they, they keep giving up a goal, and then it goes to overtime. I was very frustrated. I'm just waiting for Matty Beniers to find what made him great last year. You know what I mean? Like I know it's a lot of pressure to put on a year-two guy, but, man, he had that one breakaway. And it didn't happen, and they put him in the shootout. He wasn't able to score there as well. I think once once that's – it's going to happen. It's gonna, it's bound to happen. He's too good of a player not to start scoring again. And I think once he starts scoring, I think, I think things will get better. But, man, it's not looking good right now for this team. No, and, like, they did this last year, yeah. right? They struggled in the beginning, kind of really caught fire in, what, late December, January? Yeah, but, but man, a hot goalie that's not on the team anymore. Right, like, you don't want to put your – that's not a good way to go. No. Like, starting like the Mariners. A, they, I was just about to say. Sorry. It's the, it's the, no, 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 you're right. No. It's the damn Mariners. Yeah. You can't start every season that far behind. Oh, and they just got – they're not going to keep Teoscar Hernandez? Well, hey, I mean, I don't – and that would – He they helped can, me win a few bets. I like the guy. Yeah. Well, they look, they're only getting 54% better. That's true. That's true. And he was he was pushing them to 60% better. Uh, also, Sounders in a playoff. I, I MLS, you're killing me. Three-game playoff series, and it's a week between each game. I don't think goal differential matters. I don't even know, because I don't know all the rules this year. I'm just like, what are we doing, MLS? I don't get it. So, round one is the best two out of three. Correct. And then the rest of the playoffs is one and done. I, yeah. What? I, I I don't know. Wouldn't you want the, the finals to be a best of, best two out of three? Well, finals are generally just one game. Right. You know what I mean? But like most soccer competitions, you have home and homes. You have the aggregate thing. Right. And, and they, you can they, use they the aggregate. That. 
Right. And I'm just like, why are we playing a three-game series? Like, It seems like they let the, the entire league in. And it's a week between each game. Yeah. Like, like Just like MLS. Look, I've had season tickets forever. MLS, you have to remember, football rules the United States. Why do you finish your season in the meat of college football and the NFL? I will never. Right, right. I mean, look at NASCAR. Even if people watch NASCAR passively or a little bit, I, did, is NASCAR over? I don't know because they finish in the damn fall. Man, I don't ever know even when the season starts or ends for the Sounders. It's just like it just seems like it goes on forever. Yeah, I'm just like, they. I don't know. So that, where are they at in the playoffs right now? One game apiece? One game apiece, and they're playing at home Friday night. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, they win that. You're advanced. But. And they just have to keep winning. Yeah. Hey, look. You know this. What's a big thing with sports? Momentum. Yep. Hard to keep momentum on your fan side when you have three games. It's taken us three weeks to play the first round? It's stupid. It's ridiculous. It's really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when we're so used to multi a, a big series, it's like every other day is sometimes even asking too much out of a fan. You're like, come on, why don't you play tomorrow? You're still in the same city. Right. Baseball, hockey, basketball play seven game series that last what, a week and a half, two weeks? Even yeah. if it goes seven games. Two weeks. We're spending three weeks on three games. That's insane. Yeah. Uh before we go, uh speaking of Climate Pledge Arena and the Kraken, I went to Climate Pledge Arena, not for the Kraken, but for Kios. All right. And I just want to let you know. What a great experience. Shout out to all the Rockahogs that I met that were there. A lot of a lot of listeners, and they were pretty fired up to see me there. I think maybe they were surprised because it was like a Monday night. And I was like, I, I, was, got, dude, I got tomorrow off. I'm partying. Right. I saw your tweets, and then when you started texting me, that's I was like, oh, he's got to be off tomorrow. Yeah, at one point, I think even one listener was just like, oh, you're here to party. Because I was double fisting those spiced Kraken cocktails. Boy. I was like, one's getting low. Better get this other one before they know you wanted the best. You got the best. And I'm so glad I did. I got the drink, got back to my seat, curtain went down, band started. I was like, this is perfect timing. Nice. Then, so we're in the 100, 100 section, like 114, which if you don't know uh, Climate Pledge, basically the 100 level is the 200 level for most arenas. It's right. kind of, okay. they decide like they're, they're in like the one section, one, two, three is like, that's their first level. And then Texas, the 100 levels in the upper deck. It's crazy. Yeah, I was like, so what's down there? And they're like, uh, level 20? Yeah. Because like, when we got our tickets, like, how are these so cheap? And it's like, oh, because we're way up there. And that's kind of what it is like at uh, Climate Pledge. Like, when yeah. we're in section 114. That's really like being in section 214. Yeah. So, but it was fine. I'm like, good enough, you. This is great. Get a text message from our dude, Craig Gass. And Craig's like, what section are you in? I'm like, I'm in 114. He goes, I'll find you in a second. I'm like, ooh, what does that mean? You know, so he comes over and he brings me and my buddy Craig a Gene Simmons guitar pick. Nice. And I was like, nice. But I was like, I hope there's more to this than him just coming to give me a guitar pick. But that's cool. Yeah. And he's like, all right, well, follow me. I'm like, oh, okay, let's go. We go down the elevator. He takes us, and he's got an all-access pass because he's, he's, you know. Yeah, yeah. we had him on. And takes us through the, right by the, the Seattle Storm locker room. Oh, that's right cool. Right across from it is like that tunnel that the players go through, like the Kraken, like that oh, light up cool nice. tunnel. Yeah. We go through that. Now we're on the floor. And I'm like panicking, even though I don't know I didn't do anything wrong, but I'm like, I have no wristband. I have no ticket. Like I'm just following Craig Gas and hoping that, and it's the beauty of if you just act like you know where you're going, nobody stops you. Yeah. So he walks us to these seats. And I'm like, I'm like what? He's like, well, I've been watching. I've been like going by. I'm like, nobody has claimed these seats yet in the first two songs. So as long as you're cool with moving, if somebody shows up, just sit here and or stand here until hopefully nobody shows. All Ted, right. 
these were like 10 rows back from the front of the stage. I mean, it was amazing how much closer you were. Your, your first seats weren't bad. They were watch, fine. Watching your Twitter was like, holy S. Now we're 10 rows back. And I'm like, this is incredible. Like, you know, my mind is being blown. This is one of my all-time favorite bands. And I'm like, I am eye contact away from like Gene Simmons has got his tongue sticking out and he's looking me in the eye. I'm not sure if he, me personally or the girl yeah. next to me, but I'm going to say it was me. It was amazing. They sounded great. It was a party. Everybody was having a great time. The only problem was Craig wasn't sitting with us. He went back to go hang out with like the Mike McCready's, the Sean Kinney's. Like he was hanging with some of the celebs, you know? Yeah. And I think at the soundboard, they had like a little like VIP area. All right. And so I think that's where they all were. So like I'm on the floor. I've already crushed a few drinks, a water as well. I got to pee. But you can't get back down. Exactly. And I didn't want to be like, Craig, can you take me to the bathroom and bring me back? Like, I felt like that would be a little asking. So I just held it. But my God, dude, that was a struggle. I thought I was going to pee my pants. And nobody ever showed up? To these seats. There were four seats. Craig took care of me and my buddy, Craig. And then these uh, the two owners of the, the comedy club that he performed at on Sunday in Capitol Hill. And That's so wild. We were all there looking at each other like, at some point, people were going to get kicked out. Yeah, like first two songs I can fathom. Right. For Monday night, people got to work. People still getting drinks. Yeah. No one ever showed up to these seats. Huh. All right. We were there for the... Dude, once once they finished the last lick of I Want to Rock and Roll All Night and Party Every Day, I'm like, I'm going to go pee all night. Because they always <laughs> close with it, right? Yeah. Start with Detroit Rock City, finish with Rock and Roll All Night, Confetti, Cannons, everything. Does Gene Simmons always spit fire? Yes. He's been doing that since like the 70s. He, That's what I did spits not. Spits blood and fire at two different points in the set. I knew the blood. I didn't yeah. know the fire thing, and I'm like, man, good on him. That's like I know people are just like, oh, he does it, but like he's you got to know what you're doing. Yeah, that's not like an easy thing to do because I think if you swallow that stuff, it's bad Ooh. for you. No, he does it every show, any show I've ever been to, any videos. Spitting the fire, puts the thing into the ground like a, like a steak. Yeah, it's awesome, dude. And it's such a great performance. Like, yeah, I'm sure that they have a lot of like help, like backing vocal tracks, and you know, they're not getting well, any the guys younger. are like in their 60s or 70s. 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 Like, cut them some slack. Carrying like 80 pounds of gear on their body, like they're wearing yeah. goalie gear, basically performing for two hours. And like, there are a few moments where you see them walking, and it's like the old man walk. Oh, in those in the booth, <laughs> yeah, just like, eh. like you can almost hear them going, ah, you know what I mean. <laughs> And even at first, like Paul Stanley's like, Seattle, but he sounded like he was 70. All right. But as his voice warmed up, the like it, it sounded less old manny, if that makes sense. And he only he only shouted out Seattle. I thought that was his shtick. He says all the small towns. No, he was doing Seattle the whole time. I gotta say, I think now that he's in his seventies, he's less of a pervert on the microphone. Oh, like he really? didn't do any like I see a lot of mountains here in the mountain state, and I'm not talking about the dirt ones. Like you know, just whatever, you know. Like I'm, if you watch like old Paul Stanley spiels, like they're they're hilarious and childish, but they're completely creepy and pervy. Yeah. Uh barely any of that. But it was still dude. Awesome. Had so much fun. God, was there like some hot like 50-year-old rockers? Yes. There yeah. were hot of all like 20-somethings, girls that were like cosplay dressing as, but it was like Halloween style, like sexy like jeans. Sex, yeah, sexy Paul. Dude, we were getting, we were leaving and there were these two girls that got on the escalator right in front of us. And like, you know, you look forward, all you're looking at are like four of the greatest legs in fishnet with like the silver boots. Oh, yeah. Like just... Leather skirt, I and, and I'm like, if I t- if they turned around, and they had the face paint on, I might have just been like, I'm in love. Like you know what I mean? Like it was like there were so many hot girl cosplayers, and also 
unattractive male cosplayers. Dude, one dude, we got to the seats, he passed out. Three songs in, maybe four songs in. All of a sudden, we get there, and they're playing one of my favorite Kiss songs. I'm like, yeah, and I look over, I'm like, I think someone just died. He just out. And we're all like, what the hell is going on? Security's coming over. They finally are able to get him up. Was he just that hammered? Must have been. Because they finally prop him into a wheelchair where they're going to wheel him out of the venue. Like, he's gone. Gone. And his face is just all smeared Gene Simmons makeup. And he's got, like, a friar tuck hair, like, white. Like, you could tell this guy's in his 60s. Like, this was his one night out to party. And he got too wasted, and he had the—he probably had a wig, but when he passed out on the ground, it probably fell off, and they didn't even bother to put it back on. So it's like geriatric Gene, out cold, getting wheeled out with his significant other, and I'm like, well, there's two rows ahead of us, two nicer seats that we could go pop in. I was joking about it, but I was like, dude, this guy just probably spent hundreds upon hundreds of dollars and saw three songs, and probably doesn't even remember them. That one's rough. Yeah. Like, look, I've been known to go to some college football games and never make it into the game. But like when I went to London, there was a guy in front of us that was absolutely s bombed. Yeah, right. Because like even when we went to that Hawks game in London, like even I got left alone at the bar for a minute. Was I had buddies over there. Yeah, and we they were like, let's do more shots. I was like, no, 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 no. Like we we flew all the way over here. Like let's watch this game. So this guy was like all fired up. He lived on Bainbridge, took yeah. a ferry, this and that. Same thing. He was asleep by the oh. second quarter, and his buddies had to take him out at halftime. It's like said, I was like. Man, this is one time you don't want to get that. So same thing with that guy. Like, oh. this was your Super Bowl and you made it three songs. And it's not like you'd be like, oh, I'll catch them next time they come. Right. I mean, maybe. Who knows? You never know what kids are going to But dude, they're not getting any younger. And they're in their 70s, mid-70s, I think. You're probably never going to see them again. And you got too wasted. And you had, you were eight rows back. Like, yeah. It's not even like you were in like the 200 level and you got a free pair from KSW. Like, you were eight rows back. You spent, right. Hundreds of dollars. Well, oh. hey. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens. That's what happened. I mean, you know what? It's a story. It, I mean, right. I was, I almost, if I, if I knew him, I would have taken a picture. Cause dude, the makeup was all smudged. Like he just, and he's bald with the white hair on the sides and around the back. Like he looks like someone's dad. And I'm just imagining you got to be all out, passed out in your seat for security to come over and wheel you out. Yeah, dude, they did not. No, he didn't even pass out in his seat though, Ted. He was standing and collapsed. He oh. was on the ground. Oh. Yes. I thought he was just kind of out on his seat. No. You did realize that at the end of the set, realize how many kids is definitely a fan base of people in their 50s and 60s. And it, I mean, there were all ages there, but definitely yeah. a lot of people towards the end, like people were just sitting in their chairs watching the concert. I'm like, oh, knees are killing you. <laughs> like, you know, like, yep. I was like, I ain't sitting. No, man, this was incredible. Like, what a. a once in a lifetime experience, especially now that they're not coming back, like to be able to see them that close. I can't blame those people. Uh, I, I sat first for a few songs during Wu Tang because <laughs> I really wanted to get fired back up from when Nas came back out. I was like, I'm just gonna sit down for a minute, man. Just chill out. I'm gonna sit this one out. Offense. Can you can you not be three and out so I can rest this one? Come on, Gino. Come on, Shane. Can you pick a play that involves running the ball? I'm tired over here. <laughs> All right, are we here next week? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Yeah, and then yeah, because then Thursday, I uh, yeah, next week, next weekend's gonna be crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't forget next weekend for for Rockaholics. If you want to come party with us on uh, November seventeenth, Friday night, live day. <laughs>
dress up as your favorite Kiss character. Only if you're a hot girl. Thought it was a prom. It is, but they'll get my vote if they dress as a hot Kiss Maybe character. somebody dressed as Gene Simmons for their prom. You probably didn't seem that cool in the 70s, but you'll kick ass at Live Day. <laughs> All right, we're going to be out of here. You doing anything this weekend? Uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the Husky. And oh, that's right, that's right. Utah Utes yep, game. Yep, yep. And then hopefully Sunday afternoon might break out the crockpot again. But like, come on, Seahawks, let's get a W, please. On a Friday night, I'm at uh, SOS Pro Wrestling, nice. it's a big Island Rumble, and I'm one of the entrants. Winner gets a title shot. Time for me to get that title back, Ted. Dude, you should get uh, like I don't know, like, like a sword. No, call like Munson or somebody and just get a bottle, like an empty bottle of Captain Morgan and just fill it up with iced tea and just come out chugging rum. It's an island rumble, baby. Island rumble. I'm ready to rumble. (laughs) Emphasis on the rim. Let's go. I like the idea of you power chugging unsweet iced tea and it's just like. Man, Mix is getting after. He must he must have his friend Craig driving him again, like at the Kiss concert. <laughs> and it's Saturday, off to lovely Vancouver, British Columbia. I'll be wrestling at All Star Wrestling, taking on the Thunder from Jalunder. Ooh, yeah, me and him going head to head at the Maritime Labor Center, I believe. So All Star Wrestling. If you're in Vancouver, come on out, hang out with us. All right, yeah, I'm being fancy Saturday after the game, going to Oyster New Year's. Ooh, yeah. Is that a place where you eat oysters? Yeah, Elliot has some. Elliot's has some giant party. My buddy was like, "I got an extra ticket. Do you want to go?" I was like, "Not Free really." Oysters? Yeah, and he was like, "Dude, this is a really expensive ticket." Like, I was like, "All right, all right, I'll, I'll go." Yeah, for free oysters? Yeah. I don't know why oysters are as expensive as they are, but they're very expensive. They are. They had an oyster stand, uh, oyster dudes at uh, the Austin Food and Wine. It's like uh, this is Central Texas. Where did you get these? <laughs> we three D printed them. <laughs> Right. The guy's like from the Northeast. I was like, nothing from Washington State. He's like, I wish. He's like, uh, your oysters are an invasive species. So there's a law in Texas. We can't import them. It's Texas. Do what you want. I know. <laughs> not not with oysters. Wow, I didn't realize they follow the rules with something. <laughs> Texas. All right, Texas, Ted. Yeah. See you next week. All right. Hi to ho. Hi to ho.